This is a Rooster Teeth production. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Working from home, protect your sensitive data with an extra layer of security. <laughs> Today's show is sponsored by Express. Today's show is sponsored by Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Working from home, protect your sensitive data with an extra layer of security at expressvpn.com/rttv. Thank you ExpressVPN for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. Oh, a great start. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, hey everyone, I'm Gus. <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> that, that's, that used to be Jeff. <laughs> I'm Barbara. And I'm Gus. <laughs> that would have been the quickest episode ever. I mean, fuck it. We're just out of here. <laughs> yeah, they're rolling you out already. Oh, oh my man. God. I was about to launch into an attack on Eric uh, to start the show off, and then he did that. <laughs> it was never mind. He's perfect. <laughs> oh. so, that's, I don't think that's ever happened. <sighs> ever. And uh, it, it's all for you, Jeff. I think it was it's Dude, a, the second it's, time it's was a nice touch. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for waiting 643 episodes to share that with me. I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Nathan <laughs> chat professional media company. Thanks, Nathan. That, that's Ooh. us. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we got to keep quarantine fresh. We've been working from home for over a year now. What? We got to try new things. We got to try new fuck ups. What if you start the podcast with the end of the podcast? It's revolutionary. Yeah. No one's ever done that before. Yeah. It's the new <laughs> Seinfeld. You know, I'm looking at chat right now, and Jeff, I don't think anyone is excited to see you. So, you know, oh. I'm sorry that you wasted <laughs> sorry, your time being on this episode. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not excited to see Jeff because I don't know what to talk to him about that isn't face related. It's very difficult. Mm. Well, not just that, too. Like, it, it's true. Uh, and if you're not familiar with me, my name is Jeff. Hi, I used to, uh, I used to make some stuff here. Uh, I currently do an audio only podcast, Wave of the Future. Fucking video sucks. Nobody likes it. Uh, so I do an audio-only <laughs> podcast with Gavin called Gavin. You you got me, yeah. Called Fuck Face. Thank you. And well, I need a countdown. That's mental. All that right. you just go. All right, called three, two, one. Fuck Face. Thank you. That's it's perfect. called. It, wait, it's called three, two, one. Face. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a really three, weird name for three, a, two, a podcast. And uh, unfortunately, it, it's we started it because Gavin, Andrew, and I have this really fun friendship. But we learned that uh, the podcast ruined it because anytime we talk to each other now, it could be a bit and we don't trust each other. And so we've br essentially broken all communication outside of the podcast that we perform together. on. I also imagine that any anything you'd want to talk to each other about, whether it's like what's going on in your personal life or anything, you want to save it for the podcast, too. Yeah. So it's not even like, could this person be fucking with me? But yeah, no, I just want to save my stories for it. No, totally. I was I was lamenting that earlier. Like I had a I realized I had a crazy story about a horseback ride I went on in the mountains like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I was like, do I tell it on the RT podcast or on uh, Gavin? You ready? Three, two, one. Fuck. Wait. <clears throat> <laughs> Gavin, three, two, one. Thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. Every time. I got you. <laughs> you have options now. <laughs> it's, uh... Although Man, to those, I forgot how this stuff is done. I'm out of practice. To those who have listened to Face, um, check out. Oh yeah, it works great when you shelves. say it. Check out oh, the yeah. wicked shelves behind Jeff. Look at They're those. Such great shelves. 
It's funny. We did something for uh, the live stream on April 1st for our anniversary, and I, a bunch of comments were about Jeff Shelfs. And I, I, uh. I, I guess I haven't gotten to that episode of face yet so i was like what is everyone talking about yeah, that, was, that was when jeff tried to move the pot the entire podcast and reschedule everyone to get some shelves put up. it's a pretty eventful episode they're good shelves well yeah. they took about they took about three months to build <laughs> it was a long process and then they capped it off uh we it was like this whole like four month ordeal and i was just happy to finally i was filming the podcast out of my bedroom because the this room was a mess and then like the day they got finished my pipes exploded in my bathroom <laughs> and then so that was like a two-month thing and then i haven't even talked about it yet on on uh the podcast uh the other podcast but uh pretty sure my foundation's cracked so i'll be dealing so that'll be a whole <laughs> thing we're going through yeah big old crack in my ceiling in my hallway <laughs> i love oh this because God. it's just reminiscent of when i remodeled my house back in 2009 when <laughs> i like every week of the podcast was me bitching about all the shit i was going through it's awful when you're going through it, but when you're listening to someone else that you know talk yeah. about it, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck them. That's really hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> there's, there's an addition to my house, and uh, I've noticed as of late, after the crack appeared and a lot of other cracks appeared, I've noticed that I walked down sort of to that mm. addition. Uh, similarly to when <laughs> I helped you move from your first apartment complex in Austin and I walked up uh, from your living room. What do you mean by that? You came in the front door. Yeah, and you had to go up. Yeah. Oh, like your, your foundation's cracked to the point where it's tilted? Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. Oh my God! Re remember that little house I used to live in, uh, the really small one. Um, yeah, the house that I remodeled. A... Yeah, 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 over by Lake uh, House Boulevard. Yeah. The, no, no, no. Uh, after that, the one. Uh, oh, oh, oh! The house the, for the little blue people. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mini, mini house. Um, that house had three different slabs for a foundation. The house was as small as square feet. Yeah, as small as it was, it had three slabs. Uh, like if, if you wouldn't know it, but like I knew since we tore everything out, it's like, why did they build it this way? I assumed that they initially built like one small room to live in, then they added on a back part and then the side part. But it, it's, it makes you say, when you say your house has three slabs, you think some massive house, but it's like, like you said, it was like 800 square feet. It was like the smallest house in the world. Yeah. So I have no idea why they small. did it that way. And they were put in at different times. They just built the thing room by room over I, a long time. I, I think so. I don't know for certain. That house was built in the 40s so it's possible <laughs> do you recommend do you think... doing up a house did you like no. that experience god no god no oh it's awful it's the worst thing in the world but the result though you get like exactly what you want I think yeah, that's pretty you, cool you live through hell cool ass shelves a year you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's like depending on like how you value your time and what you want as the end re result and how much it's worth it but... yeah and also it's like if you're fixing up a house like that if you're doing a lot of work you own a house that you're paying to fix, and then you can't live in it. You can't live so in it, like, yeah. You have to find another place to live, so you're paying for two places to live. It's the worst. What I did at that old place that I fixed up, the one we're talking about, the little house, uh, we rented an RV and parked it in the driveway. <laughs> Dude, that's actually smart. Yeah, yeah, except it didn't work. It was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> that was when uh, I was some, I think Jeff was driving and I was in the back seat. But we were also giving your portable air conditioner a ride. So that oh, was right. like on me in the back while you were in the front with all, <laughs> with all the room in the world. What was that? I forgot about that. Do you not it's remember that? I was like no. crushed by an AC unit. <laughs> it was it was those uh the like the room ones, because uh the RV didn't have an air conditioner in it. So I got those uh those ACs and took them over to the RV. Like I the big say, ones from RT? 
that we yeah, had in the, the downtown office. Yeah, the ones that we used to Congress. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to say in the back seat, it was me, Ben, the car seat with an air conditioner <laughs> across all three of us. <laughs> Somehow it Good seems times. a little unsafe. Does anybody, has anybody heard from Ben in the last couple of years? No. No. Not in the last couple... I, maybe like two years ago i, th I think yeah. it was the last time i think i heard from not too long before the pandemic and he was doing well was, uh, that's a name yeah I just heard it's good ben. good old ben it's good to hear um man there's kind of lost steam there uh i so <laughs> speaking of housing did you see that uh elon musk is here elon musk is here to f fix all of our problems in austin is, every that. is everyone super happy about things all of our what's he gonna do He's discovered Why? that Austin has a shortage of housing and that Austin, to fix it, Austin needs <gasps> more housing. Wow. Yeah. What a genius. I'm so glad Elon Musk is here <laughs> to solve these problems and point out these flaws that we had no idea were an issue. That's, that's, Thank God. That's the kind of intellect that takes the world to space. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough houses in Austin. Austin houses go for a lot of money. What I, do? Yeah. Build houses. Uh <gasps> I look forward to it. Austin. I mean, if you're, I can't imagine trying to move here right now or trying to buy a house right now. I feel like every day in the Austin subreddit, there's five posts from people who are like, I don't know how to buy a house. I've been trying to buy a house for six months. And even if I put an offer in that's way above asking, I get outbid by cash offers. It's just like there are so many people trying to move here and trying to buy a house. Yeah. It seems like a I actually, nightmare. It's funny you mentioned that, guys, because there was a house that I looked at a while ago, years ago that I saw was listed again. I guess the people are, are moving out. It's listed for like 300 grand more than it was what when I was looking on? at it. And I was like, the holy shit. Like, yep. oh my God, it is quite a seller's market right now. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading uh, on Reddit um, <clears throat> just the other day that some, uh, some big real estate investment guy was explaining that uh, that there's there are 30 year wave cities in America historically, or I guess, recently historically and that like it, it for that 30 years that city is like i guess the object of like of desire for people and like the cool place and the 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 last 30 year wave cycles were san francisco and seattle and now austin is in that 30 year wave and so they're saying that just like austin will be the city with the most growth and uh the most like i guess like heat behind it for the next 30 years yeah, i don't yeah, know how far into that cycle we are we could be 10 years into it already but we've we've got the in. heat i guarantee you that there's fucking yeah, no plenty shit. of heat to, to go around here <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why people i don't know i i think about it sometimes like how did like year you know back in the before the invention of electricity when people like first moved out here how the fuck did anybody live here before air conditioning like it is so unbelievably hot like to the point where it's dangerous i can't imagine Anyone living here, you know, in a fucking log cabin. Yeah, uh, I'm sure old people would have dropped dead because it does get to like 42, 43 I... degrees Celsius. And without air conditioning, it's just, you're just going to be dripping. You're going to have to be constantly drinking yeah. water. I think mm -hmm. it's just acclimation, right? Because I feel the same way, but, you know, I spent about a year in the Middle East in the army and it would be like 125 degrees and, and Bedouins would just be like walking through the middle of the desert, like just having a stroll, like on a normal day, you'd drive by them and they'd wave and you'd wave and they'd be like, it'd be like 125 degrees outside and they would be a long way from any kind of shelter or anything. And just like, just going about their business. Like it's a, you know, pretty as you please, like it wasn't hot. So I guess at some point you just 
acclimate. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's an acclimation aspect to it, but there's also something I think that Gavin said in there, where it's like, you got to drink a lot of water. Imagine back before there was even a thing as well. You know what yeah. it was like? You, <laughs> had to dig, you had to dig a well to find dirty water, and that's what you would drink. Or yeah. you, you live next always... to water, right? That's why okay. Austin is where it is. Yeah. I imagine it's also gotten hotter over time right like did, did texas always used to be this hot forever and always back well, in, i think the average know? is higher but I, I assume it still hit those peak temperatures even back then yeah yeah, yeah. maybe did you see well, the thing about how the cherry blossoms in japan bloomed at the earliest time in 1200 years yeah no uh, i think it was the the cherry blossoms in kyoto i think for 1200 years they've been keeping track of when they reach peak bloom and this i want to say this this was the earliest date it was march i want to say 26th that they reached peak bloom and the, oh, it was March 25th. The previous record was March 26th, and that was in 1409. That's crazy, because people actually do, I guess not so much this year, but people do travel for that specifically, like go yeah, to Japan right. to see that. And I can't, can't imagine yeah. like booking that a year in advance and getting there, it's already happened. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be really annoying. Although it doesn't really matter this year because there's a pandemic, so yeah. I yeah. don't think a lot of people are going to Japan right now as usual. I went for the first time ever to see the cherry blossoms uh, and I, I did that in this cherry blossom season in March of 2019. And little did I know that was the last possible time you could do it. Like <laughs> the next possible time you're able to do it is maybe 2022. Like you couldn't do it in 2020, couldn't do it in 2021. I fucking got in there by the skin of my teeth. We yeah, are these two years just like complete washes essentially? Like 2020 and 2021. Well, I, I kind of plan. We're getting I better. Shelves built. So it's not a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, also, you also updated your wardrobe. <laughs> Yeah, I got some new clothes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh you got it? the shirt too? <laughs> oh, I, I, I guess I am. I, I didn't even notice. Uh, apparently, no, I'm... Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. What would you today. tell... If, if you were wearing that shirt in public and someone's like, oh, obviously someone who doesn't understand what that would stand for, what would you tell them that that stood for? That person wouldn't talk to me in public, probably. No, yeah, like a creepy, like an old, grizzly, bearded, homeless-looking, tattooed guy with a shirt that says fuck on the front of it, it, it people <laughs> so people f star star k to me the only people that talk to jeff barbara you should probably remember was is the people who walk up to him while we're homeless at a bar people that hate me or, <laughs> and say oh, yeah you're the, you're the worst thing about austin <laughs> Which... i still remember that so vividly that was that was like shortly after <laughs> we moved here yeah. right or yeah, was it when it was we like, were visiting it was like 2012 we were just reuniting after years of not seeing each other and then just some guy got involved <laughs> told jeff Sitting he was at... a piece of shit and the worst thing ever and then walked up and jeff was like thanks man yeah and <laughs> like, cool I'm really happy to be here in austin i'm really happy i moved here <sighs> not scared at all for the people uh what bar was that do you remember that jeff i do remember that it was at a bar called long branch it's no longer there now it's well the bar is there. It's called Nickel City, I think, now. I, I think oh, you had it torn yeah. down almost the second we left. <laughs> yeah, I bought it that next day. <laughs> had it raised to the ground. Uh, no, that was... 2012 Austin might, might as well have been 50 years ago. The city's changed so much since then. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's nine years ago. God, that's crazy. That's... Houses Point. were cheaper. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in in chat, actually, I'm dead. Says you could tell him it stands for fork face. Fork face. There you go. Mm. Yeah, I, I was gonna say funk face. Oh, what's it going? Like uh, <laughs> you know, fun some type of like dance podcast. You know, you Gav. Seen... <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Gus, please. Have you seen that fucking? There's that 
local attorney who has um billboard there's i don't know if you all pay attention to local attorney ads i think they're fucking very terrible. much very much there's there's that funk and associates Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is what that made me think about. But have you also seen that other one? It's like one dude and he stands at, at, with this background that says Daniel Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time, I thought that lawyer's name was Daniel Stark. His name is not Daniel Stark. What is the name? name what of is the, it? The, the name of the firm is Daniel Stark. His name is Danny Daniel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? So it's Daniel and Stark. Daniel and Stark. But it's yeah. like, it's only, they only show one dude and he stands between the names. So you think his name is Daniel? Stark. No, that's not his his name. What kind of insane person would name their child Daniel with the last name Daniel? Daniel Daniel. (laughs) That's what I'm focused on here. But I actually have seen that exact billboard you're talking about, and I thought his name was Daniel Stark because he has one dude standing in the middle there. Is he your favorite? Do you guys have favorite local? Um, My favorite is David Comey, the attorney who rocks. Yeah, oh, the guy with <laughs> the guy with the dreads. <laughs> he yeah, doesn't. Either, he doesn't look like a lawyer. That's how he sneaks up on them. That's yeah. he rocks. It's, yeah. it's, it's either him or Betty Blackwell. <laughs> Betty Blackwell's great too. You yeah. do know Betty Blackwell? <laughs> I had to show that commercial to my girlfriend the other day because she didn't know who I was talking about. I like Lorenz and Lorenz. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. the dude that looks kind of like a turtle with the glasses, and he carries a baseball bat because he's gonna get tough yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, did that Comey guy, the attorney that rocks, did he buy like a 10 year deal on that billboard or what? Like, <laughs> has, has anything else ever been on those billboards aside the, from him? The funny thing about the, the David Comey billboards is that in the late 90s, he was young. And then one day in 2010 or 2012, they changed all of them and suddenly he was old. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like the queen on money. They got new headshots. <laughs> It's like he got a new headshot, and like he in, on the billboard, he aged twenty years overnight. <laughs> there's there's another one, and it's so funny you bring this up, Gus, because we this was just a thing in my house yesterday. But there's another one named a uh, guy. I'm sure you know Thomas J. Henry. Yep. He has mm-hmm. like he has more commercials than all the other local loyals lawyers together. I think like you cannot go an evening watching local TV in Austin without seeing two or three uh, Tom, different Thomas J. Henry commercials. Uh, but my girlfriend was telling me that he had a reality show that he self-produced about his family, supposedly, and it's on YouTube. And it's oh, like wow. keeping up keeping up with the Henrys or something like that. And she was like, some somebody told her about it, and she was like, we've got to find it and watch it. And so there may be a, a Thomas J. Henry lawyer family reality TV, self-produced reality TV show out there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> self-produced. <laughs> I guess like self-funded, any- yeah. Do you think anyone ever has like a huge case and they assemble like a dream team of all the Austin billboard lawyers? <laughs> it's like, I want Lorenz and Lorenz. I want Thomas J. Henry and I want David Comey representing me on this case when I'm working around the clock nonstop. Oh, I bet they'd, they'd clash over some things, but they'd be a crack team overall. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, all those know, guys but... and I want whoever's on the other end of 777-7777. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. Isn't that like if you need to get bailed out of jail yeah. or something? Yeah, call I, think that yeah. D- I think that's a DUI attorney. DUI, maybe. Yeah. Perfect. Get them on the team, too. We need everybody in this one. Sure, the audience the appreciates Austins. this extremely localized <laughs> version of Austin lawyer talk. <sighs> well, they, they, they can experience it themselves when they move here and are unable to purchase a house, just like the rest of the world. Yeah, no kidding. This episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. I'm just going to cut to the chase. I love everything about Me Undies. I love how comfortable they are, how great I feel in them. They're limited edition prints, their range of designs they come in. List goes on and on. I know you've heard it before. I'm saying it again. Uh, seriously, their whole thing is how 
What you wear on the outside should empower you on the inside. That's why they have so many styles, sizes, colors, and prints, all in the most comfortable fabrics imaginable. There's so many different ways to express yourself every day. What's not to love? Uh, I've been using them for a long time. They've never relaxed on the style, designer comfortability. I mean, if you want something comfortable, looks great. It's awesome. It's such high quality. It's amazing. Uh, you'll never run out of undies or worry about skipping laundry again with the MeUndies membership. Each month, replenish your basics or build your collection with styles that are anything but basic. Styles that let you be the truest version of yourself right down to your core. No pressure. You can always skip a month if you want. No big deal. Plus, enjoy discounted pricing, control shipping, exclusive early access. So go ahead, love your butt, get a membership. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund it or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. Um, yeah, yeah, so we're just all trapped in our houses now. Like, if we want to move, we won't be able to afford anywhere else to move to. We'll just have to leave. Well, you have we're to, just going to be stuck in these. You'd have to, like, downsize, right? Like, you could sell your house, but then you couldn't buy a comparable one. You'd have to buy, like, a yeah. shittier yeah. house. Yeah. Well, well, as property tax goes up and up, we can't yeah. to live in our own houses. I think at be the best you could hope for is a, is a lateral move right now, unless you, like, had a windfall and you have a bunch of extra cash, right? Like, I was reading uh, on some lawyer thread uh, on reddit the other day or not lawyer i'm sorry some real estate thread uh, on the austin subreddit maybe two weeks ago and somebody was saying like i'm just gonna throw a number out there but like say you have five hundred thousand dollars to buy a house you don't go you can't go look for a five hundred thousand dollar house you have to look for a three hundred thousand dollar house right and hope that the two hundred thousand dollars is enough for you to bid up so if you want to buy <laughs> yeah. a five hundred thousand dollar house in austin you need seven hundred thousand dollars if you want to buy a three hundred thousand dollar house in austin you need five hundred thousand dollars because I you're mean, gonna, you're, wh whatever the down payment on that would be, but yes. Yeah, whatever. But it's just fucking, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, but if you, but like to the point of having the money, it's like, then you can put in a cash offer. You can buy, because if you're offering that much more over asking price, you run the risk of the, of the house not appraising for the appropriate value. So you have to pay for it out of pocket anyway. So if you put in a cash offer, then you can bypass the appraisal. God, why are we talking about this? This is like... <laughs> <laughs> this is what this you is what Gus and I talk it? about when we go get coffee. It's like it's just a continuation of old old Austinites grousing about property. I'm, we're, me and Gavin are finally on that same page as you guys because we used to listen to the RT podcast when we were fans, and you guys would be talking about like super local yeah, Austin stuff. If I was and, like, still in England yeah. as a fan right now, I'd be like this. <laughs> but, now, but now I can now I can relate. So I'm like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not talking shit. <laughs> So I get it. It's like I when you used to talk about Lost every week. Oh, God. What do you guys watch these days? Survivor. Uh, I'm so happy you're into it now, Gavin. After why, asking why you to you watch this? Why would you do this? You got, you've given me 20 years of content to get through. Exactly. And guess what? You're probably going to get through all of it because I'm, we're going to be stuck in this hellhole forever. <laughs> I'm never going to watch a movie again. There's no time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it's like, well, I mean, we got to put on... An episode of survivor see what happens next and then you end up watching four of them which yeah and you've watched three in a row and then it shows the preview of the next one and someone's like on the floor like maybe having a heart attack you've got to be like we gotta watch that one now you gotta yeah. you gotta you can't stop have you guys uh you speaking of never watching a movie again i don't think i will ever watch it i don't think i i haven't had it like we were even talking about watching uh, Kong versus Godzilla. I can't make myself watch a film anymore. I just, something <laughs> about not? I don't know. I, I I like TV so much more. I like the, serialized TV 
or reality TV so much more than like one two hour story. I, I don't know what it is. Like I would much rather watch. Do you guys watch Zero Zero Zero? I think that's way better than. Trump. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh my god, <clears throat> dude, Gus, zero, you're gonna love it. Zero Zero. It's a show on Amazon that it's about the drug trade, right? But it it takes. Oh, you're place, right. I do love it. It takes place in Mexico. <laughs> Italy and New Orleans, and they film on location in all of those places and some places in, uh, I think, Egypt and Africa. And there's a $160 million budget for eight episodes. It is Jesus. the highest budget <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Every movie or every episode looks like a $20 million movie. And they hire wow. like famous actors and actresses from those locales. So you've got like really top notch, amazingly acted characters and then it's so it's like the episodes are like and it's just following the trail of these drugs from you know from italy to new orleans and back <clears throat> through mexico and just how these groups work together and uh it's only one season it's only eight episodes and it's phenomenal this sounds great i'm gonna watch yeah. this really really Dude, really good. T tpg is agreeing with you right now yeah it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's got gabriel Byrne oh. in it i think and it's just like it's some of the best like i don't recognize a lot of the actors and actresses uh but so, like the dude that plays the the head of the military in mexico is one of the best actors i've ever seen he's so good i'm gonna so tell good. tpg to stop spamming in chat he's <laughs> gonna get banned <laughs> Just kidding, Tim. <laughs> just kidding. He's only going to see that you're just kidding about 30 seconds after <laughs> yeah. the fact that you typed that, too, which is going to be great. I know. That's why I said it instead of typing it. But also, Jeff, I'm kind of with you, though, in terms of preferring to watch, like, serialized television or even rea reality shows right now. And I wonder if that's, like, a cause of being in quarantine and being through this, like, pandemic thing where you almost just want, like, you just want content that's just... Yeah next 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 and like it's you could follow this thing rather than a movie that feels like so much to take in for an hour and a half to two and a half hours and then like it's done i don't know i i kind of understand well, where the, you're coming from there's just that. something i don't like about about the format well, anymore like i tried to watch sorry just real quick i tried to watch that uh denzel washington remy malik movie recently oh yeah and yeah. i sat through it and at the end of it i was just like i just it was a good movie i guess except it was basically about cops covering up <clears> for <throat> shooting other people uh but i was just like it didn't do anything for me. I would I would have been much happier watching an episode of Love Island, which makes me sound I don't know how that makes me sound, but it's true. <laughs> I'd rather watch real people interact with the real world, even if it's staged or pseudo fake, than a full blown fake narrative. I mean, well, does, I is it say... maybe because it makes you feel connected to reality? Maybe that's what I need. Maybe it's maybe I've just stuck in in home from the pandemic, and that's yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I've been watching um, Amazing Race. I'm up to season sixteen now, and. I actually watched Godzilla versus Kong to take a break from that. Cause like Barbara was saying, it's like when you're watching a reality show like that, that has a ton of episodes, you're like, Oh, next one, next one, I'm just going to blow through this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I, I don't want to watch an episode knowing that I'm going to watch another one. Like I wanted to know that I was going to step away from that. And I was going to spend two hours on something. And then like, that was it. It was done. Yeah. Uh, so that's why like I went, I took a break from reality TV to watch Godzilla versus Kong. Um, and then it's like, it, it's just like, almost like a palate cleanser to reset. Yeah, that makes sense. I can understand that. We we watched it this uh this weekend that movie uh Godzilla versus Kong, and I was on my pain medication for my surgery, and so this pain medication makes me feel a little high. And watching that movie while in that state was very entertaining. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I was on the couch like with a bunch of pillows behind me, just like on my pain medication, going, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah." There's a lot is of points. It watching? A, it's free. So I mean, if you have HBO Max or, you know, you can watch it home for free. It's like, there's no 
I still, there's, no, yeah. there's no reason not to. Um, but <laughs> there's, there's, there's definitely parts of that movie where it seems like they're presenting it almost like a ride. Like, if you remember, like, the, the King Kong, you know, encounter at Universal Studios or, like, the old Universal, like, uh, Back to the Future and E.T. rides, where it's almost like the movie's shot in some sequences, like, from a first... Like, they're in a vehicle. It's shot from, like, the first-person perspective of that vehicle as it's, like, flying around, like, King Kong and Godzilla and stuff. And it's like, I felt like I was on a Universal Studios ride uh, in a few of the sequences in that film. Yep. Uh, that's what trevor and i were saying we were like this needs to be a ride like there was one shot in particular i i'm not it's not going to spoil anything where they're kind of uh going around god's uh sorry uh, king kong as he's climbing up something and he like swipes at it and misses and i was like that's a ride right there yeah like, it, it's totally like a ride yeah right, i don't want to get into a whole king kong versus godzilla thing and i haven't seen the movie yet but i i, I said it earlier i'll say it again i I like King Kong. I like Godzilla. I don't understand how Godzilla doesn't just step on King Kong and then breathe fire on his corpse. Like Godzilla's because huge. King Kong climbs the little spire of the Empire State Building and Godzilla is the size of the Empire State yeah, Building. Yeah, exactly. The, well, Not the, in this it, movie. King Kong's I, a lot bigger. I'm in this sure movie. they make it make sense, yeah. but I just yeah. it, in, in my head it makes They're sense. like very same sized in this yeah. movie. And, and <laughs> this is uh, not a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Um, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, King Kong has a weapon. <laughs> well, like a gun, like a, uh, an axe. All right. You see, you see him wield it in the trailer. He like swipes yes. with it. So it's like it, it, it kind of when one when one of the opponents is uh, is armed, it makes it kind of evens the playing field a little bit. <laughs> Godzilla's like armed with fire breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie should have been over very quickly if it was based in any sort of reality on those two beasts. <laughs> I mean, God, any sort of reality. King Kong, King Kong so. got beat by biplanes. Yeah, yeah. If you think yeah, but about that was it. that was the old days. That was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, he's more powerful now. Yeah, Apparently. he has more of a motive. Apparently. Maybe. Well, if King Kong wants to go on uh, a reality dating show, I will definitely watch that. <laughs> What would it be called? I'd be like, uh, like it'd be like, uh, Monster Love or something. It'd be like Godzilla and Mothra and Rodan and King Kong and uh, Isle Cerebus and like all kinds of great mythological creatures. And and then they would, uh, it would be like a love at first, like a, it would be like a Love Island where you'd like, there'd be there there'd be some sort of anonymized dating. I would think maybe a mix between the Circle and Love. I don't know. Oh, okay. I feel you. I just, I would just All want right. them I would just want them to find love, happiness. It's got to be hard, Maybe. yeah. Being a monster that size and probably radioactive, and the dating pool is probably pretty limited, and you know, yeah. 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 Er Intimacy is an issue. <clears throat> Queen Kong. Yeah. There you Queen go. Kong. When when's that Mass Effect coming out? Uh, later this month, right? What is and what is that? Is that just all three games? Is yeah, that just think, remastered game? I think they're all remastered. Uh, I'm glad you said something. I forgot about that. If I if I just May, want to play two, can I May just 14th. play two or do I have to? Oh, that's soon. I think you have to buy all of them. I think it's a bundle. I don't think you can just get one. Uh, I, I still think Mass Effect 2 is one of my favorite games. Mass Effect yeah. 2 might be the best video game ever. Um, and I think enough time has passed where I've forgotten a lot of it. Yeah. And it'll be good again. And I think... Mass Effect 2, it, like, I think they realized that they needed to open up the series because I think Mass, the original Mass Effect was only on the Xbox platform at the time. I know it's on PlayStation since then. <clears throat> but the way that they 
start Mass Effect 2 leaves it in such a way where you didn't have to play the first one. Like, if you play the first one, you understand the story a lot quicker. But in Mass Effect 2, like, you die immediately. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, it's like, so you can just start fresh, essentially, in the in the game if you never played the first one. Are you interested in going back and playing all of them again? or Because I'm yeah. with Gavin. I, two is the only one I think that's worth playing. Like, one was tedious and, and difficult. And then three just didn't have whatever magic two had or the expectations were too high, I think. But two was, like, such a sweet spot. Two's good. Yeah, I'll play all of them. I've re yeah. I've replayed the original Mass Effect since it came out. I think when three came out, I replayed one. Uh, yeah, I'll replay all three. What else am I going to do? Not play them? What? What am I, a loser? <laughs> That's true. You could play Andromeda. No, I'm not going to play that. I'm, def I'm definitely not playing that one. I, I got my fill to that. <laughs> do you know? Uh, did Did any of you beat Andromeda? I did. I beat Andromeda. Did you really? Mm hmm God, I didn't make it off the second planet. Uh, and it sucks because. We never, I mean, obviously the game had problems. We all know that, but we never got the DLC. Like there are big unanswered yeah. questions in that core game that DLC was supposed to answer and the DLC just never came out because it flopped. Yeah. Like, oh, they just canceled the DLC? Right. It's like they, they're supposed to be waiting for like the Quarian ship that's supposed to show but up. It never shows up in the game. It's like, oh, it's going to be the DLC, but the DLC never shows up. So the ship never comes. <laughs> so did, did, was there a season pass for that game? Are people just like, ah, shit. I think they didn't or have a season did, pass. I think uh, they were yeah. going to they were going to do the the DLC after it came out. I think I could be wrong. It's been a few years. I never I never really understood the season pass. Really? I feel like it's it's always a like what it because a lot of games you buy them up front with the season pass and then it's like well, what if I don't like the game? Am I really going to sit through it and all the DLCs? I guess it's cheaper sometimes imagine... than buying just the DLCs you want. Yeah. Wouldn't you do it Some after DLCs... you've already played the game a little bit? Or do people tend to buy the season pass before they've even played the you game? You can buy it after you buy the game. Usually it's, it's bundled sometimes into like an ultimate edition. Yeah. But there are games where the, where you don't really know what the DLC is going to be. Like yeah. Fallout 4 had some great DLCs and some really weird little tiny ones. Yeah. To the point where it's like, I don't think I, I didn't want all of them. I wanted like the campaign ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think even even then some are some are different scope, right? Because in New Vegas, if I remember right, like some of the campaign DLCs were really long and then some of them were much shorter. So even if it's like you could get story, but it could be variable length. Am I remembering that right? The only game that I've yeah. bought a season pass for is Cluedo. <laughs> There's DLC for that game? And it was just to get the other characters and maps. <laughs> like, it's not, it doesn't change the mechanics of the game at all. It doesn't, like, it just adds new skins to everything, essentially. Uh, oh my god. But I was playing with some people that were all buying it, and I was, I wanted to be included. The season pass is way more than the actual game for that. Oh, it, it's, the game is, like, $4.99, and the season pass is $35. <laughs> Could you not just buy the characters individually? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe you can. I didn't really think much of it, but I was just like, you know what? I'll treat myself. I, I've been living at home the last year, not doing anything. Might as well buy myself some new uh, characters in this make-believe game. I have, yeah, I have three friends who own the Cluedo Season Pass, and Barbara, you are one of them. I'm one of them, baby. I did the same thing where I was like, I, I was just playing. It was like mid, maybe midway through working from home since we started and now and i was still playing assassin's creed odyssey is that right oh. odyssey. the greek one yeah that's greece yeah 
Yeah, and I was like, I never, I never get like cosmetic DLCs. I'd never do it. I'm gonna do it. And I spent, <laughs> I spent like nine bucks on a horse. <laughs> it was like the only time I've done it, and I don't know why I picked that game. It just felt right at the that time. Was a good, that was so a good I, game. Was it worth I it? I liked it. Did you like the horse? I should have bought it earlier. Like I, I had the uh, the unicorn horn horse for the for most of the game, which didn't cost me anything. And then I bought like a really futuristic like animus looking horse but uh yeah i was already pretty much done with the game at that point now but i haven't done the dlc so now i can do the dlcs with my fancy horse probably there you go so that's a possible move this episode of the receive podcast is brought to you by stamps.com uh you wish you could spend more time taking trips to the post office no you don't i know that uh that'd be ludicrous if you want to avoid the hassle of going to the post office especially if you're a small business owner or you're running your own online store or you just send out a lot of mail you need stamps.com Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's an absolute must-have for any business, whether you're sending out a couple of packages here and there or thousands a day. Stamps.com makes the whole process so much easier. All you need to do is print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is packed up, labeled, and ready to go, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. Easy. Not to mention with Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Uh, Stamps.com can save me time, it saves me money, uh, can avoid unnecessary trips to the post office. It's so easy. You just print it out at home, stick it on there, and they'll come pick it up, or you go take it yourself. Easy. You can even drop it off outside, right? Um, stop wasting time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code ROOSTER, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Uh, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in ROOSTER. That's Stamps.com, promo code ROOSTER, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I, I recently, I just bought some DLC the other day. I, w- I bought for uh, Dead by Daylight. They had some new, a new killer and a new uh, survivor come out the other day that I bought. I, I, I feel like I've not spent nearly as much money on that game as enjoyment as I've gotten out of it. Because I, I bought it on Steam for the PC, but it's part of Xbox Game Pass. So I didn't, you know, I didn't pay for it over there, which makes sense because i paid for it here but uh like i've played that game so much that i didn't feel guilty like the new killer and survivor were like seven bucks i was like i've played this game at least seven bucks worth right so i I bought that on the xbox the other day yeah i mean that's the thing how how is it on the xbox i've only played it on steam that's fine i mean you just got to play with a controller it's easier to look around when you're repairing with a mouse so you just got to be more deliberate about it like when you're using a controller it's a lot slower to look around uh when you're doing repairs or like healing someone that game is so, I am so bad at that game, but it's only because every time we play it, we just essentially are like loaded up to start playing immediately. So I never have time to like read through all of the different abilities and equipment and stuff like that, which I feel like is a huge part of strategically playing that game. Mm-hmm. But we played uh, a couple weeks ago now, we played with Meg, Gavin, and she just annihilated us within I think, <laughs> really good. Three, I think within three minutes, we were all dead. And so I mean, she's, she's put- like, okay must be over a thousand hours into that game yeah she's very good she's very good she's just like hanging out on our stream like drinking and like hanging out <laughs> and we're just like she's ah, <laughs> putting people on hooks with one hand just yeah. that game's fun though are you guys really, really good at it are you guys yeah, excited about any video games right now other than dead by daylight um hmm, that's a good question what? I, does... I mean, 
I don't know if this counts, but that new Among Us map came out and it's kind of like reinvigorating oh. a lot of our like interest in that game because I mean, we've had such a fun time playing that game, but it's the same three maps. So you kind of, you know, it gets a little tiring a little bit at some point playing the same three places over and over again. So the fact that they added something very different, that's like not only a different map, but it's bigger. The tasks are different. It adds like it adds a whole new level of challenging um, gameplay to it. So I've been enjoying that. That's something I was really looking forward to. Hmm. I've never Proxy chat's fun in that. Yes, it is. Pretty good. Fun. Is it still a mod or is that built in yet? It, it's it was a mod still when a mod. I last played. Okay. Yeah. Is that game on the Xbox too or is it just a PC game? I think they said they were, it was going to come out, but it hasn't come out yet. I think it's going to be on the Switch is what they were going to be bringing it to, which if they haven't already. But yeah, it's on PC. I think it's also on mobile. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, it says Among Us will come out on the Xbox in 2021 is all they've said. Have you played it at all, Jeff? No, I've never touched it. Um, no. I watched Millie play it once. That's all. I'll be honest. I uh, I I might be done with video games. Um you're like, an idiot. Now, like aside from <laughs> Gems of War, uh, oh my I god, feel, I feel obligated to get that one achievement, just because they, it's they named it after me. Uh, uh, but other than that, like I played Cyberpunk and I enjoyed that okay, but and I would you play. Did? Yeah, I mean it was fucking glitched and flawed, but it was still fun and goofy. And I silly. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, I, I it was like it was just like a dumb action movie. I don't know. It was fun and silly. I didn't take it too seriously. I would play any DLC if if any ever comes out. Um, but, really eventually. Yeah, I don't know. I was even I, I go through the store on Xbox Live and just look for anything that's interesting and I and I never buy anything. I played Sieves the other day with Millie as like a hangout with her type thing and that was okay. But yeah, I think all my it's weird. All my video game interest has been transposed to baseball and basketball cards and trading cards. And I like all that time I spent playing video games, I, I play with baseball cards or I watch breaks online or what. I don't know. It's just what are breaks? This so, is making sense to me because Jeff, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but you're one of the people I know who has such a vast knowledge on so many different things and so many different interests too like you read books you play video games you collect these things you like there's so many things that you do and have interest in that i don't know how you manage your time with all of it uh yeah and i guess i guess you don't by right? dropping video games like, <laughs> just like yeah you just like i would you ride the wave of something and then you you get enough of it like i was thinking about this with corn dogs the other day uh, I was actually had this conversation with Gavin. <laughs> I know I mentioned that Gavin and I never see each other anymore, yeah. but yesterday we did hang out. We uh, we had a responsible uh, outdoor bike ride together, and uh, it, was, it was eventful. It it was eventful. It was the first time we've hung out. <laughs> I don't know, a long time this year, probably like ten months. Ten months, and uh, it was the most fun I've had in a really long time. We laughed constantly. Uh, <laughs> Gavin wrecked. I wrecked. It was a whole thing. Um, but I was explaining <laughs> to him that uh, I had a realization the other day that like. I'm never going to eat another corn dog again. You're like, missing out. No, why? I'm not. And here's why. I was going to Sandy's. I used to have a routine. I used to get two corn dogs every Monday at Sandy's. I went to go do that. I was eating a corn dog. And there has been a feeling of like bittersweet malaise and, and nostalgia every time I eat a corn dog for the last few years. And I realized that I am, I am. I'm more eating the memory of a corn dog than the actual corn dog itself anymore. <laughs> I know exactly what it's going to taste like. I know every step of the process committed to memory. I've had, I've had a lifetime worth of corn dogs. 
in my 45 years. And I just, I don't think I need it anymore. I think I've had enough. I think I'm going to move on and never have another corn dog. And that's fine. And I'm sort of feel that way about video games. You just like, you I feel like I've something enough. You've said that about video games every year for the last eight years. Yeah. Plus I don't also, buy I mean, it. I don't so see how the much parallel. Am I playing video like, games? How, how, how much of a variation can there be in corn dogs? You eat a corn dog, you've essentially eaten all corn dogs. You play a video <laughs> game, you haven't played all video games. There's so many different yeah, kinds of point. video games. Yeah. Yeah, but I have played all video games. I've been professionally like, for like 18 years. Like, yeah, but there's still new stuff that comes out. Like Barbara was talking about Among Us. Like that's really kind of a, a new type of gameplay that didn't exist before. Really? Because it sounds a lot like that Deceit, that game we used to play, where you've got six people and one, two of them are monsters, and you've got to figure out who they are before they kill everybody. It sounds identical it's, to that game. Yeah, mm. it's pretty similar. Like, it, it, I mean, it's all variations on a theme, you know? It's like, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I've done it. Like, even Cyberpunk, I super enjoyed the fun that it was, but it was GTA, you know? But are you really not going to play Halo 6? I'll play Halo. Halo I'll play Halo, Halo Infinite with Millie, I guess. But that would be like a video game a year. I don't know. I, I certainly don't. I don't know. I just like, I just, it doesn't, they're not exciting to me. Baseball cards are super exciting. I'm having way more fun with that. And like you were asking what a break is. A break is like, uh, it's like you, you go like on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, people will buy boxes of baseball cards that are rare or it doesn't have to be baseball cards. It could be x-men cards or x-files cards or whatever and they just open up the packs and show you the cards and talk about them if you find something rare and yeah and it's just like i don't know it's just it's interesting um, it's just, it's interesting in the same way as an unboxing video is or like ryan toy reviews or any of that shit is you know the kinder egg um, videos i'm looking it up right now so they just have like i guess different brands of baseball cards or different things and they just open them well, it depends on what you're looking for. Uh, most of I just it, type, I just type baseball card breaks into YouTube, and I'm just looking yeah, through like that. Look up baseball. Look at live ba live baseball card breaks. Uh, it's also a way to get cards because you can't buy cards in stores right now. Like I, I couldn't go to Walmart or Target and buy baseball cards or basketball cards. It's impossible did, because of the resale market. Did you know I used to collect baseball cards when I was a teenager? Like I used to like I used to work at a little league field, and I would take a lot of the money and I bought a Game Gear one of the years. But uh, other than that, I would buy like a ton of baseball cards. Really? Yeah. You don't, like you're in not fact, super into sports. Uh, I used to be huge into baseball up until the strike in '94. Um, are you serious? Hold, hold on. Before you go, are you serious? Is the, stri the strike in '94 killed your yeah, love of baseball? It was, it was That's what killed my love of baseball. That's yeah. why I stopped collecting baseball cards. <laughs> Same here. At the oh, strike. wow. I, I stopped after that. That's crazy. But I have. Too bad they did that, huh? <laughs> I have about. <laughs> I bought a bunch of baseball cards that I never opened. I have like 50,000 uh, unopened baseball cards at my childhood home still, like from 94, 93, 92, somewhere around there. 50,000? Yeah. It's like I went to... Like, You're full of year... shit. No, no, no. Because I... 50,000? Like, yeah, they had... Um... Where are they? Because what happened was, I, I, like I said, I worked summers at that baseball field, at the Little League field. And I had just gotten a bunch of money and I went down to Walmart one day and they had like I walked when you walked in, you had to walk by the customer service desk. And at the customer service desk, they had a bunch of shopping carts filled with unopened baseball carts. Um, and uh, so I went to customer service desk. And I said, what are you all doing with all that? And yeah, I was like, I, don't know, I was like 14 or 15 at the time. And they said that uh, it was all, all their unsold merchandise and uh, they were just pulling it out of the back because they need to clear space. And I said, well, can I buy it? And I gave them like, I don't know, like. 200 bucks or 300 bucks for like all 50,000 baseball cards. And I was like, I was like, just, I was like, leave them here. I need to go get my mom to get the minivan. To take all <laughs> yeah, of these I was going to say, like, 
That, how much space is that? Is that literally like two it's, shopping carts full of cards? It's way more than that. It was like, I, God, it was, it was a long time ago. I want to say it was like five or six <laughs> shopping carts filled with uh, baseball cards. So yeah, I, I mean, my mom came down and with oh the minivan, God, and dude. she still has them. They're, if you watch, we 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 did that this documentary about. Are you fucking uh, with me right now? No, no, no. We we did that documentary a couple of years ago on Rooster Teeth about immigration. Yeah. And remember, in part of that documentary, we go and we open up a storage unit and like we're looking through some of my shit. I in the very that. back of that storage unit. Is where all fifty thousand baseball cards are. Is that? Like a... I gotta go rewatch that to see. If yeah, that's they're true. they're in. I don't know if you see them in that shot, but that's the storage unit. They're in and the you, back of that storage unit. You never so they're like mint condition. You don't even know yeah. what you have. I have no idea. That's it's all unopened. It's all like know, still in the pack. There's you're probably sitting on a ton of money. Dude. Is it baseball? <laughs> you think so? Or like it's all it's all baseball. It was like tops. And Donruss mostly. There may have been some upper deck, but I don't think it was much. I think it was mostly tops and Donruss. Okay, so you've cards. got six shopping carts worth of unopened baseball card boxes from 1994, I think you said. Two to and 92 you, to 94, somewhere in there. I don't remember. You're not full of shit. No, no. Dead, totally serious. I'll text my mom and You're sitting on the largest gold mine of Don Zimmer manager cards on fucking earth, dude. Dude, how many Zimmers has he got? He's a Zimmer He's whale. He's got thousands. He's a Zimmer whale. You're a Zimmer whale. Oh, my Is God. That, does that translate to actual, like, or would people pay good money for those cards, uh, Jeff? Uh, Gavin hit the button in three, two, one. Fuckface fans would. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I have them? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give you two hundred bucks for two hundred bucks. You're gonna give it with interest <laughs> from ninety two to twenty twenty one. Uh, yeah. Can, I, can we to... make content out of it? I guess. I have, I'll, I'll, I'll call my to... mom. I'll call my mom after this podcast and ask her. Uh, oh, you're gonna call your mom see if you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ask yeah. Mom, <laughs> tell her, my mom and ask. Tell your mom it's for me. She likes me. All right, I'll, I'll let her know. Can I go get him today? <laughs> I could be an eagle pass. <laughs> Dude, you could be sat on some. Months. That's crazy. That's, that's all worthless. Unless unless you're looking for Don Zimmer cards. I mean, come on. That's, that's it the is 100% worthless. Except yeah, for reason, Don Zimmer. That's the reason they were getting rid of it. Nobody was buying it. <laughs> okay, how? well, I still don't have a Zimmer card. How, Gus, how much for a mint Zimmer? How, how much are they? Like three bucks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll do it for three bucks. <laughs> Gus doesn't know what he's doing, Jeff. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it three Three dollar Don Zimmer. Hold on. Look at Someone this. says uh, you're a Zimionaire. Look, look at all these hot Zims. You could be sitting on these guys. Just wow. like fucking Zim City right here. That could be unopened we should, Zims. We should, we should have a contest. Gonna, we have a contest have. and have people try to guess out of like all 50,000 cards how many Zims there are total in there. Oh like my the God. jelly beans in the jar, but with Don yeah. Zimmers. There you go. That's uh, that's <laughs> what I, you're going to be. I, thousands I guarantee of that. you. I have that. That is that is the kind of card that I have fifty thousand of. Oh, by the way, Gavin, this is a bit of a fuckface thing, but I meant to show you this. Do you remember we were figuring out on? Oh, sorry, on our other show, uh, our podcast, we were trying to figure out funny cards to collect, and I found one that I really liked uh, of this guy that looks like he died. Yeah, he had a heart attack. Yeah. I got one randomly. Just in, in, I bought a box of cards from Goodwill, and I got one in there, Gavin. So there's oh, the dude, guy clutching awesome. clutching his chest. <laughs> what is he actually doing though? He's clutching to... his chest in pain. He's he's laying. He's a catcher. Or it's this way. He's laying down. Yeah, it looks and like it he looks like something and winded himself. Or he's uh, acid or reflux. Or he's just so maybe. happy that he's like, ah. Or he had a bad curry right before. Maybe it's a heart attack. <laughs> this episode of the Receive Podcast brought to you by our newest sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. Considering how difficult 2020 and 21 have been, it's no wonder pretty much everyone you speak to or you see online or TV or whatever is dealing with something. 
Um, I, you know, I, I myself, I'm not immune. I've been having real tough time over the past year, uh, not getting to see family, not getting even friends. I, I miss people. Can you believe that? Me, I miss people. It's a, it's a weird thing to think about. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's good to talk to someone about that stuff. When literally everyone's having a rough time, it's way easier to admit you're struggling too. See, I just did it. Uh, and then it gets easier to talk about it. You don't have to tell everyone your personal business, but so many people talk to therapists about their temper, stress, depression, anxiety, PTSD. This goes on. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Uh, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and receive podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash rooster. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash rooster. So many possibilities. Dude, sir, oh, in all seriousness, you're not, you're not, how the fuck have we been friends for 20 something years and you never it's, mentioned A, that you the collected kind of, baseball cards, but that you have, it's not, the, it's not the kind of thing that ever comes up. It was like, they're worthless cards, dude. Yeah, that's true. They are. So you should give them to me. <laughs> I've been, I've actually been, I've actually been begging my mother for years to throw up like 20 years. I've been begging her to throw them away. It gives me, hold on. I'm, I'm still having ideas. Yeah, 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 it gives me a bunch of ideas of really awesome stuff we could do with your cards. I had been planning this uh, this show around breaking cards as like kind of like a fuck. Uh, Gavin, can you hit the button in three, two, one? Oh. A fuck. Three. Fuck. <laughs> you got to be on top of it, man. You're on the podcast too. You're listening to everything I say, but listen for the cues. I try to make them obvious. I give you the countdown. I do it at that time. I did it super slow. So let's try it again. Well, uh, I was ahead of you that time. I don't know what you're talking I, about. I'm trying to come up with a podcast uh, with a live stream, uh, like sh version show for, for our podcast. Three, two. <laughs> See, I'm ready. You're the one who keeps <laughs> going. I'll take this card. I'll take this cards, Gus. Thanks. So I, I texted her. I wrote, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you still have all those old baseball cards from the 90s, I might have use for them. What if uh, she just texts you a picture of them on fire, right? No! <laughs> she, she just replied. She wrote, yes, of course I have them. You know me. They would have to pry them off of my cold, dead grip. She didn't say that. <laughs> Did she really? I, I fully believe she said that. 100%. Your mom's so, the best. So oh, I, my God. Yeah, I just wrote, okay, good. So, yeah, she still has them. As was discussed, honey, mommy will protect these cards with her life. <laughs> I told her to throw them away for like 20 years. I'm so glad hey, Eric. your mom didn't. Eric, could you be me for the rest of this podcast? Uh, I I mean, do you have do you have to go? Then yeah, well, because because of um, someone misunderstanding time zones, uh, who wasn't me, um, I yes, I do have to go. Um, I mean, I probably won't be you. We'll just get you out of here. And yeah. Then, oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. probably I'll, better. I'll take I'll take over the beeping duties. <laughs> okay. I'm thanks. trying to I'm trying to blow you off the screen like like my you app idea. Again. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Bye, Gavin. Okay. Bye. Goodbye, Gavin. Make him go away now. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Oh. oh, that's better. I hate that guy. <laughs> Jeff. Oh shit. <laughs> Why did Eric say that? He's, he's doing a real good job of being Gavin. Yeah, he is. Uh, all right, now he's gone. Let's talk shit about him. Are you still, hey, Gavin? Are you still there? No, he's gone. I see. He's right, not he's in there anymore. Definitely gone. He uh, just tunes into the actual live stream to watch the rest of it. Uh, yeah, so, well, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll figure out what we'll do. We'll get him up here, and um, we should do something with him. We should make a like a, a when it's safe.
to make we should make a journey to your childhood home and document the whole thing to collect or to, or we could just bring them up i mean okay no i want to see this needs to be That's filmed i want this to be like a whole production i apologize for wanting to turn every every facet of life into content it should we could though. just go get them we could yeah we could just go get them oh my god how long all right how long have they been in storage then i mean probably since, since i went to college in 96 probably somewhere around there so 25 years it would be interesting to see the to well I don't, that that could be funny to make a fun way to make fun of you so maybe i shouldn't spoil that idea there's okay. a the really funny stuff we could do uh 16 17 years how much i wonder it, how much you've been paying that storage facility for the last seven that's years. why i've been trying to get her to throw them away that's gotta add it's not up. the only thing left in there though right no, no, there's no, other no. stuff in there's the a, storage. There's, okay there's other stuff in there too i can't that's the thing i do every time i visit home i go to my childhood room and there's all my old shit in there all my old clothes and toys and like books and stuff that i collected over the years i have doritos dust on my fingers by the way sorry nice. um <laughs> that's really embarrassing but uh i keep telling my parents like i don't need any of this stuff so like you could donate all of this and every time i come home it's all still in there well, and I, I i feel like maybe they just don't want to give it away they've just learned a terrible lesson from these baseball cards and barbara i'm sorry to tell you <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it, while we're the, while we're on the subject is there anything else in that storage facility that we might be able to make content out of are you, um, you have a hundred thousand comic books or like there's a action no, figures or anything there's a bunch of old video games like old video game collection is probably in there um nes stuff you know Atari I, I, stuff. I bet you're sitting on some money like i bet there's some stuff in there that's pretty <laughs> valuable there might be some some decent old video game stuff there might be uh baseball <laughs> cards probably not do you remember when we used to go uh, back before Rooster Teeth and we did uh, that website, Drunk Gaming, Drunk Gamers? Uh, I forgot the name of our own website for yeah. Drunk Gamers. And we would go do that thing we did called Drunk Sailing, where we would get up every Saturday morning, we'd go around to garage sales, and yeah. we would do the whole the bit about it. Um, I, uh, I, I almost, I, I, what do you? Do you still do that by any chance? Do you still go look at? Uh, no, I mean, I, I would be interested in that. I feel like, you know, these days it's not really a good idea to do that. But before yeah. the pandemic, I mean, I would go every now and then. It wasn't like a regular thing, but a couple times a year I'd do it. I wonder when the when the world opens back up again, if maybe that's something that we would be fun to try again. Yeah, I'd be down from from, from like a from a like a trying to get collectibles angle. I don't know. Because I remember we would, we would run into all kinds of stuff. Again, the reason I ask is because I got you. You mentioned that you had all those old video game systems that are probably still there. All the ones that I used to collect from when you and I would do those drunk sailing, because that was our focus was yeah. old rare video game consoles and games. And uh, I put them all. I was just thinking I put them all in the attic of that first house we lived in together. And when I sold that house, I the day I signed the paperwork, I thought, oh yeah, that all those video games are still in the attic. And then I thought. I guess they're staying in the attic because I don't want to go up and get them. <laughs> and so uh, that my my entire old rare video game collection is belongs to whoever owns that house now. They, they might not even know it's up there. <laughs> they probably have gone into the attic at some point. But yeah, you think so? Not. How often does that happen? Is it know. one of those attics that actually is like a, an attic or it's a crawl space? Uh, it's it's like it's one of those attics that you like you pull the thing down and the stairs pop down and then you can walk up. Like there's enough okay. attic there to move around. 
and store stuff. I, you know, I have not been in the attic of my house, the, the house I'm living in right now. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Actually, two years <laughs> yeah, in this so house, and I have. There could be there could be shit in there. It's possible. It's very possible. I'm too afraid. I've seen too many horror movies of <laughs> things living up there that I will I will never if I ever have an attic in any place I live. That's staying a mystery forever. You, you just send Trevor. He's expendable. He's also very brave. Yeah, there you go. Send him with a flashlight yeah. and the uh, problem solved. Okay. Yeah. And then if he never comes back or gets transported into the body of a old doll, you know, I'll never know. Cause I'm never going in after him. It's, <laughs> he's in it for himself. I used to live in an apartment that Jeff was afraid of because the way it was laid out, the at it had an attic, the attic and it had a loft. The attic and the loft looked just like the attic from uh, the grudge. And uh, he was convinced that uh, an evil spirit was going to come out of it at any moment. <laughs> I'm back. I lost you guys for a second there. That was weird. Are you oh. talking what about happened? your creepy ass um, house, your grudge house? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm -mm, dude, you used to make me go babysit your stupid cat, and I would have to go to your yep. haunted house to do it. It was terrifying. I like it wasn't cat, haunted. Man, it was it fine. Was, there was nothing wrong in there. Every day. Mm -mm. It was fine. I. Jeff, didn't you like see ghosts at one of your old places you used to live pretty frequently? Was I, that you? Yeah. Or... No, I did. I had a um, no, I, I wouldn't say see ghosts frequently, but I had a bunch of experiences at the house I lived in previously, like Millie's childhood home, uh, and uh, that's it was part of what spurred my desire to do the haunter ghost hunting show. Was just mm. like all the kind of weird shit that had happened in that house uh, throughout the course of years and years of experiences yeah it was a very active if you believe in that kind of thing it was a very active house a lot of weird stuff happened there nope. yeah i've never had any sort of experiences before yeah especially it, nothing close to what you have yeah it's weird because you would be able to like communicate not not like you would be able to talk to like when the house would do stuff you would talk to it and then like nobody would talk back but like shit would happen i don't know like one time I walked into the downstairs bathroom of that house. I guess it was only a downstairs back then because we hadn't put the second floor in yet. And I uh, uh, walked into the bathroom and I turned the light on. And like the house would just fuck with you sometimes. Like it was mischievous. And I turned the light on. Is it because it was an on. older house maybe? Yeah. Well, it was built in the, I don't know, 20s or so. So I imagine quite a few people probably died in it throughout the course of hundred years. Oh, I meant more like old wiring and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, but we had, you know, I, I did a lot of work on it over the years. Uh, but I went into the bathroom one time and I turned the lights on and the lights, I was going to go and I went to the sink and the lights turned back off. And I went, knock it off house. And I turned the lights on and then I turned the faucets on because I was going to like wash my hands or brush my teeth or something. And then the lights turned off and both towels on the towel rack hit the ground. And there was a towel on the towel rack over the shower behind me. And they all just hit the ground at the same time when the lights turned off the second time. And I went, okay, all right, cool. And then I just <laughs> left, left the bathroom that's, alone for a while. That's like phasmophobia. I was like, I expect you to be like, there's dirty water in the sink. <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> no, there was no dirty water. There was no Rita's fetus, none of that weird stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it was just like, it was just like, it was weird. And that kind of stuff would happen a lot when I lived there. Yeah. Dude, fuck that. I wonder if, maybe you had a mental breakdown. <laughs> that happens. I'm just, I'm always trying to think <laughs> that of was like, last year, Barb. This was way before that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Which, year, which mental breakdown are we talking oh here? God, which year? Let me pull um, out my diary. <laughs> yeah. Dude, same. <laughs> I this noticed year has that tested me. 
my nose looks oddly red and I real in this photo. I just I'm realizing through watching this and my nose itching that I have a burn to my nose on my bike ride today. I guess it's warm enough that I need to start wearing sunscreen. You got to do that trick where you put sunscreen just on the bridge of your nose like mm -hmm. you see in all the movies where the uncool dad is wearing that strip <laughs> of sunscreen right here. A little zinc. We do that with your with your flip down sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I finally understand why they do that after seeing yeah. like your just your nose is burnt. Oh, do we lose Jeff lose again? again? Yep. Well, it's a good thing uh -oh. that, you know, we've only been doing this for a year and that he's been, you know, with his teeth for 18 years. Still can't get his shit together. It's all good. I think it's... This, I, I record... Uh, Barb, you got one of those buttons, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I record... Uh, we'll go in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I record that podcast. I didn't realize you're gonna count me in. I'll All count right, you in. I'll count you in. I record three, two, one. Fuck. Face. Yeah. Uh, every week. It worked on my end. It worked in my ears. <laughs> it's the same. I have no idea why I've dropped my internet connection with a wired connection twice now in the last two minutes. Story of my it's life. Those ghosts—they hear you talking about them again. I guess they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh, we gotta fuck with them." Dude, there's yeah. definitely no ghosts in this house that I live in here. There's this is a there's no activity. This is a boring house. Good. I, I like prefer it. that. I yeah. imagine. I like you get an extra. You get a, you get an extra twenty thousand dollars for that in the Austin market. <laughs> That's true. Certified non haunted. Yeah. Um, you you got to remember. Uh, don't you don't want to get burned? What's that thing they say in Australia? Slip slap slop. Got to fucking take care of your skin, dude. Is I've never heard that before. Slip slap. Oh slop. yeah. You're talking about putting on sunscreen. It's uh yeah. It's, uh slip into uh was it? slip into long sleeve clothes. Uh, slap on a hat and slop on uh, sunblock. Where is the first country you guys want to visit once you could travel internationally again? That's a good question. Um, damn. I think it's a weird one. I think I want to go back to Singapore. I had a really good time there. It's not weird at all. I would love to go to Japan. That's oh. been on my bucket list for the longest time. That's and there one. was actually a bunch of people that were supposed to go to Japan last year i think end of march and then this all started happening so i could imagine a lot of people are dying to go God, at it's, this point it's, it's funny how different the world is I'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna go on a tangent well what about you jeff oh i don't know i mean i would go literally anywhere i think if i when i can just to be able to go somewhere but yeah i i, I was I, I tokyo would be nice to revisit um i'll probably go to mexico first that little mm. island that I uh, I go vacation at sometimes. That'll probably be my first trip. But Gus, please tangent. Um, it's funny, like Barbara was talking about how people were, were wanting to go to Japan last year. Uh, when was that? That was like early March when that was supposed to happen? I think they were supposed to go, I want to say like the 20th or oh, so. Was it was March. Okay. That was for a concert or something, right? No, no. There this... was a concert, but I think oh, a bunch it? of them were also just going. I think there was, a. I want to say My Chemical Romance yeah. was playing yeah. there. And it's funny yeah. how different the world is. It's only it's barely been over a year since then. Because I remember at the time when they canceled their trip, I was like, "Nah, you should have gone anyway. This this whole thing's gonna blow over super quick. It's gonna be a non-event. You should have gotten on your trip. What are you What are you crazy delaying your trip? And now here we are. <laughs> I was a hundred percent wrong on that. Like it's gone totally the opposite direction than what I thought it would. Hindsight. Yep. So I'm the idiot. I'm 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 ready to admit it. <laughs> You're not an idiot. I think I think we all just like really underestimated the scope yeah. of this I think, and like what would happen with it. I think even there was like uh, that Achievement Hunter Live thing y'all were going to do on the West Coast tour, right? Y'all were going to go up to uh, yeah, we were Seattle and LA and stuff. 
and we had a meeting around that maybe mid-March, early mid-March, talking about whether or not we should do it. And uh, in that meeting, it was the same thing. I, I think I was like, yeah, you know, it's probably going to blow over. You know, out of out of abundance of caution, I guess, you know, if y'all want to delay it, that makes sense. We'll just reschedule it for like next month or the month after. Everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, so dude. So wrong. Boy, yeah. were we wrong. Good Lord. Uh, I, I had to get my passport redone recently, too, because I realized throughout all of this, like, I wasn't even paying attention. My passport expired. Mm. And uh, I wonder how many people are in a situation like that where you're not even paying attention and then shit, suddenly I'm, you can travel again check. and you're like, oh shit, my passport expired. Yeah, you should definitely check that stuff. I I, uh, I have to worry about my green card expiring at some point and I don't know, I need to look up what I need to do for that. I don't know if it's just like, it doesn't hey, auto I still live here, so please don't, please give me some more years on it. Uh, or if it's just like, I have to go through some type of application process to renew it. I have no idea. So I'm a little terrified of that. That's I got a, three more years. Good one to figure out. That's good. You got three more yeah. years. Yeah. I got, I got five more years before my green card expires. So I got time. Oh, okay, good. Knowing me, I'll wait until it's going to be six months away and I'll be like, oh, right. Fuck. It was cool when oh. I got my passport redone, Gus. It was at the place that is run by the people that used to, that we used to share space with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they yeah. run that. Pl I, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. I didn't see the guy, Asa, but uh, I saw, I talked to some of the other people there. It was really neat. Small world. I saw him. I saw him. I ran into him actually when I got that passport that I just checked on. God, that was a lot. That would have been 2014 then. He uh, was our landlord for, for yeah. like what three and a half years. Really nice guy. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was there when I when I got that passport a few years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, small world. That's that, that's. I mean, that's a good business to be in. People people need that service. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Apparently, and uh, and you will not pay over the past anything, year, to... but in general. <laughs> Historically, you will yeah. pay just about anything to get it back quickly, too. Although I, I got my back super fast without even trying. I think didn't. Uh, I don't know if anybody else would remember this story. I had to help someone when we were down at the office on Ralph Albanado. There was someone we were sending to an, a trip in Canada who didn't realize they needed a passport until like three days before the event. Yeah, I think it was Miles. Yeah. I, I think it was my I, I it sounds to, right <laughs> i had to help him was like oh shit we got to get you a passport like tomorrow <laughs> well there's also been a, a couple times where we needed uh some type of travel visa uh, yeah. to go to some international places we've gone to for rtx or some other conventions and there's been some people i won't name them who had to do the application for it like at the airport because they forgot and i'm like this is stressing me out yeah. so much <laughs> we leave in like 10 minutes and you're doing this now. jeff and i had to do that the first time we went to australia we didn't know that you needed a visa to go to australia and we went to check in at the at the counter we're like yeah we're flying to melbourne and uh, the 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 woman who was working at the counter was like did you get your visa and i was like what are you talking about she was like oh <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah she had yeah. to like help us get the visa <laughs> right there at the counter. We get luckily we, it's a very quick process, and I think it's just like you got to pay like twenty five bucks or something like that. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, we felt pretty stupid though. We definitely got read the riot act a little bit, but uh, yeah. and rightly so. She, she gave us a guilt trip about it, but it was. I don't know what would have happened if you would have showed up without your visa. I think they deny you. If entry. you could even get on. Yeah. They could just can't let you on the plane. Maybe. I, I think they're not supposed to, but if you do get on the plane, that once you get to passport control at the other country, that they just reject you they turn they send you right back we did you ever watch that show border control i've seen it before it's called yeah yeah jeff i feel like you would love that show i've too, never as much heard as... of it what is it 
it just it there's different uh countries that they do there's one in canada i think there's one in australia and i want to say there's one in the u.s where they essentially it's like a a docuseries where they just follow border uh, agents uh as they get people who are coming into the country and they deal with a lot of people who like don't have proper visas or are bringing in something illegal or something like that it's just it's really fascinating because it's real life situations and scenarios so seeing uh what people try to get away with when they come into different countries is very fascinating that's super interesting where, where can i watch it i know there was a season or two on netflix i'll check a while ago i'll look it up and i'll text you about it millie just uh, it's got called border security. border security i don't know if that's okay. the one i've seen but this looks like it millie just yeah, got it's... me on one called have you guys heard of night watch i think is what it is yeah. um it's about new orleans and it's about the ems the fire department and the police station and they follow them all for a night and it just so it's just like it's kind of like cops but like right along but it's it's more heartfelt than that because they're you're learning the stories of the like the ems drivers or, or like or the firefighters or whoever um or the paramedics um but it shows like people getting shot it milly it shows like a lady got her eyeball bitten out it shows like people bitten getting out? sliced up yeah like it is the most gruesome thing i have ever seen on television and i don't, like don't know how they can show it it is they'll show like open knife wounds they'll show car accidents with like mangled legs it is yeah i don't heavy. i don't want to see that i don't i don't need to see that i'm good i just i, I don't it just popped in my head when you were talking about the border thing it just reminded me it's like it is it's hard to watch it's crazy mm. I saw one, I saw uh, a similar TV show. I saw a TV show about lifeguards in Australia a few years ago. And there was uh, one episode that I saw where they, there's a, like a tourist, I think it's in Bondi Beach in Sydney, but there's a tourist at the beach who uh, is drowning. So the lifeguards have to go out and save him and they pull him out of the water and pull him onto the, the beach and he's not breathing. His heart stopped. Like they have to do CPR on him. Like he's, he's his face, his face is blue and it looks like he's a dead body and uh, they're doing CPR on him. And he starts like, uh, he starts coughing. He comes back to life. Like he starts coughing. Uh, he starts breathing. They have to put him in an ambulance and take him to the hospital. And then they do a follow-up where like, I don't know, like the next week, that guy that they saved comes back to the, the lifeguard station to thank all of the lifeguards. And they show him the footage of him getting pulled out of the water and being put onto the beach. And this guy's watching mm -hmm. the footage and he's looking at it and he goes, I'm dead. Like it clicks with him at that point. Like he's looking at his own lifeless body right there. And he's like, oh, God. he's like, I'm dead. You guys brought me back to life. And it's just like, it's just like such a weird thing that he sees. And you can see like the realization come over his face that, uh, that he's extremely lucky to still be alive. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's dark. I don't ever want to think about that stuff. That that stuff just it, makes me icky inside. Yeah, it's well, it's one thing to see it, right? Like there was an episode of that Nightwatch show I just watched where a guy OD'd, a guy and his girlfriend both OD'd at like a Denny's uh, or some diner, oh, and God. they were dead for minutes, and they were able to bring him back, and they were talking to the guy in the ambulance as they're taking him, and the lady was like, "You flatlined. You were dead. You died of a drug overdose." And the guy's like, oh, "That's rough." And he like didn't seem affected so, by it at all. But I can't imagine watching yourself die and being like, "That's my dead, lifeless body there." And you watching people bring you back to life—that's insane. Mm -hmm. Did they talk about their experience, like what they felt or saw when uh, they were going through that? Uh, he didn't remember so... anything. I think he just remembered being out in the water, and then the next thing he knew, he woke up like in the hospital. Oh, Jesus, that's. Crazy. I think if I remember right, he was like he was a, a tourist from another country, so he didn't speak English. If I remember right, uh, so it's like they had to get an interpreter. So he was very limited in his uh, communication. 
Ooh. Oof. I don't want to die. <laughs> Unpopular opinion there. Could, yeah. If you could live to be a thousand, would you? Oh, easily. Easily. I would love, love to live forever. I want to be... No. I want to be the non-sword fighting version of a Highlander. Do you want the option, though, if you if you were like, okay, I've seen it all, I've done it all, I'm ready kind of situation? Or do you want to just be immortal? Eternal life, no matter what? Because I feel like that... We talked about it last week on the podcast, I think. Or a different show. I don't remember at this point. About how, like, that's some level of torture, it feels like. Well... You know, I, I will say that my opinion on that has evolved thanks to the... Did you guys ever watch The Good Place? No. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to spoil how that show ended. It's okay. It, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it. It ended similarly, and uh, I, I do think that at some point you would want there to be an end. I think it's mm -hmm. I think it's necessary, right? But... I just, I, there's, you talked about like how I, like you were mentioned earlier about how I like, how I get like super into stuff, Barb, and then it's like, I, I just kind of consume it and then I move on. Like, I, I'm interested in almost everything. And I would love yeah. an infinite amount of time to be able to explore those interests. I would love I to be able to soak up all the things that I find unique and peculiar and wacky and fun and scary and exciting. Yeah. I assume you're talking about like maintaining a certain, standard of living like not uh suffering from your body falling apart for being old and like yeah I, I mean i i envision it where you know by the time i'm like 65 or so there's enough technological advancements that you know if you've done you know you, you could like get some sort of nanotech infusion that just kind of like maintains your your health level at that point because I don't, yeah. you know, I don't want to be out like climbing mountains and stuff. Like I've done all the dumb physical stuff. I was talking about this with Gavin the other day when we were riding bikes. I was like, I don't ever want to like, I took a, I took a tumble on my bike recently and I got pretty fucked up. And it was like, it's my yearly, like, Oh, Jeff's in the emergency room kind of moment. And I just, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of like physical therapy and being hurt. And it was, I was telling Gavin, I think it's must've been what it was like a couple years back. Johnny Knoxville tried to do a flip on a motorcycle and the, it didn't work. It was in the desert and the motorcycle fell on him and it crushed his dick. And oh he has to self catheter to pee. I don't know if he still does, but for about six years after that moment, wow. he had to self catheter four times a day. It was the only way he could pee. Like his dick didn't work that way anymore. And then it was like over time, Jeez. slowly build the muscles back up so that he could pee normally again. You know, I, I kind of, I don't, I don't want to, any long lasting effects of any dumb physical stuff I do anymore. So I kind of just want to be old and boring and read books and, and, you know, I don't know, play like retirement. To me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I get that. And I'm with you. I wish there was like some way to live. This is going to sound like, of course, never attainable, never realistic, whatever, but this is just like my brain going wild with it of just, you could live however long you want to, and you're immortal so that you also can't be hurt or like killed accidentally. It mm. would be essentially your, your mm -hmm. choice. Uh, I feel like obviously humanity would be a very different beast if that were the case. Uh, I also don't know like if and when people would choose, if they ever would choose. That's a whole nother question. But it's definitely food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird because like we, as it stands now, we, you know, we are mortal, obviously. We cannot choose. You know, the, the doctors cannot help us if you want, like if, you're, if your quality of life is bad and, you know, you don't have a good prognosis, you cannot 
choose to to end your own life, right? You can't go to a hospital and say, um, you know, I, I know that I have a terminal illness and I'm not going to survive it. Can we just do something about it? Like they're going to do their best to keep you. Alive. There's only a few countries in the world, I think, where you, can, where you can make that decision. It would be interesting if once everyone's immortal, if that decision would be more accepted, like if people would be more willing to let you make that choice or not. That's interesting. Yeah. That is very interesting. Or like if you had to be a certain age or have, you know, lived a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm before you're allowed to make that decision. Now, what a bummer. I wanted to end the podcast, but I feel like that's a, that's a fucking... Well, I mean, that, 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 the, whole, the whole point of it is, is just like, if you want to rephrase it, like, I want to experience so much more of the world and of people and of life. I just don't want to... I, don't, I just don't think one lifetime is going to be enough. Mm, Got to cram in everything you can. I'd like to, yeah. While yeah. still being physically safe. And so I don't have to go through any more physical therapy for my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Which, all um, right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and uh, wrap up this podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys again next week. We'll be back again, and uh, we'll find out what's going to happen with baseball cards at some point. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll, you're we'll, not. We'll talk. You're not pranking me. This isn't an Andrew no, prank. No. 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 It's not. You haven't here. spoken to Andrew Panton about this. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to get in touch with Andrew Panton. All right. I believe you. I believe that. I believe. <laughs> you. All right. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We we'll see you guys next week. Bye. James and I've got a new podcast called Wrestling with the Week. It's me and former AEW Tag Team Champion Scorpio Sky getting together to break down everything that happened over the last week. Video games, shoes, crazy news stories, wrestling of course, all the things we're into. Not into wrestling? This show is still for you so check out Wrestling with the Week wherever you get podcasts and subscribe now. What a week.